Here's your big chance. The police came to my house this morning and told me I couldn't be funny no more. <laughs> couldn't you what? That'll be funny. <laughs> you can't be funny no more. Don't give me a ticket. Uh, well, the police don't have a very good sense of humor, I'm told. Yeah. Well, let's uh, try to be somewhat funny then as we get started. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let me go. I lost my notes. I had it and now I lost it. Uh oh. Why did he leave? Did Terry leave already? It's wow. Terry the, the, the funny, funny police came and got him. I ah. must have. <laughs> but let's go ahead and do this. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF. That's funny. That's right, buddy. This is the podcast that sounds funny. Uh, and this is the week of September 12, 2023. And uh, we are on the season three. Um, what is it? Show number 46, episode 149. Wow. We are two blind brothers, maybe, and maybe. a blind sister who tell us the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and Terry is arrested right now by the unfunny police. <laughs> he may pop back in. I hope and he's of course, yeah. I'm here, too. This is Jill. Wow. So, so yeah, I'm sure Terry will pop in right in the middle of stuff and, and being all uh, elected pig who lost his voice disgruntled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, barring Terry's uh, freak absence all of a sudden, as we hit the button to get started, uh, we like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? What do you think of it, young man? Huh? I think it's rather good. Huh? Oh, there well, he's back. Here comes Terry back. I oh, heard him pop nice. into the <laughs> Zoom room. Yeah, well, anyway, he, must be muted still. he might be muted. So we'll go ahead and say we'd like to get started with a little bit of what's new. Could be. Uh, something a funny, classic family story. Recent watching, uh, reading, watching, doing something recently funny happening. And I don't have a note. I was I started to write down a note on something that happened, and now I cannot think of it. Um, well, I got two than, quick things. Other than Terry being about. arrested by the unfunny police. <laughs> <laughs> two. I got two quick things. I got to oh. give a shout out to my daughter. Tomorrow is her birthday. All I'm right. not going to say how old she is, but happy birthday, Megan. She's over 21. Yes. And yesterday, um, I mean Sunday, not yesterday. This is Tuesday. Um, my other daughter, Ashley and Maverick, my grandson, came to church with me. We're having revival. And after church, we went to this restaurant. Mm, my Just Desserts is what it's called here in Alton. And my little grandson got a grilled cheese sandwich was what he wanted to have. And he put sugar on it. Oh. I don't know why he thought sugar on a grilled cheese would be yummy, but he ate uh, it. <laughs> a sweetened grilled cheese. Yes. I, I do have if it's what I had written down on my oh, Terry. So oh, he left the meeting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had one problem all of a sudden now that we're go- now that we've gone live here. Yeah. Remember before I, I told you about on um, 
Audible, there's a book author whose last name is Heltsley. Oh, yeah. A, a lady named uh, Andrea Heltsley. It's her married name. Her husband's named that. Well, I you asked me what kind of book she writes. So I looked up some more details. She only has one book listed. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is it is a kind of a paranormal sci-fi uh, romance -y kind of a thing. I, I, I put it on my wish list, but I haven't bought it yet. But hmm. guess who who reads her book? Megan mm. Kelly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I don't know if it's like the television news anchor Megan Kelly or <clears throat> someone who will be having a birthday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, she would have had to read it a couple of years ago because, of course, now she's married. Has it? She also yeah, her name is Megan Kelly. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was funny. I named her that. Of course, the Megan Kelly um, lady news lady probably maybe is a little older than her so it's not like she was named after her I'm she was exactly. named after in that she was named uh years later after the uh, other Megan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think the news anger making kelly is like in her 40s or something like that she's oh. she's been around a little bit well, my megan's not, not much old. younger than her but yeah she was named she, after her but not for her i guess is how you would yeah, say it. Uh, yeah you would put it. well tara can pop back in the room so we'll see if, if the if the unfunny police let him out of police jail yet <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but uh yeah but i thought that was interesting now this uh particular author she does say you know she goes under a different pen name uh, was Drea Shane and she she on her profile? Did you she hear me now? Yeah, there you are. Drea, ah. the unfunny police jail. But this <laughs> author lists other books under a pen name, but all of her other books are not on uh, Audible. So huh. I, I did try to look them up and see what they were. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I got on that. So just before we move on, does Terry have some? Uh, Reading, watching, doing funny news story adventures funny. from escaping from the unfunny police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Yellowstone. They're pretty good, I guess. I've been watching on Sam Net, but they're fixing to put it back on TV. I watched a whole bunch of football games on Sunday. Well, you told me that the Masked Singer came back, but it wasn't really, and I mean, it was on, but it was more of the people that they've unmasked in the past, and they uh -huh. had one person sing, and it was funny, they called it Anonymous, and I was like, that'd be funny if it was that guy that <laughs> works for uh, Apple Tom, and does... Tom yeah. Donneville or something. Yeah. But of course, it wasn't who it was. <laughs> mm. Well, everybody's got this obligation facing them, and we all ought to work together on it. Excuse me while I put my trousers back on. Are we ready to move on to some <laughs> random stuff? Or do we... Hello, operator. Give, give me Wistful Vista 890. Is that you, Merch? Random stuff. Sure, uh, why not? Random stuff. We can do that. I need to have a spinner... Spinned up. Uh, holidays.
happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. But we don't know, being uh, we have seven days in the week, and you ran it never from one to seven. Five, all right. Uh, anyway, five, we like to start with today is the one, two, uh, three, four, five would be, I think, Saturday the 16th. That's and that would be, you know, Terry likes to watch Yellow Rocks. It's Collect Rocks Day. Or Yellowstone, I mean. Yellowstone, you can go out and find all the Yellowstones you can find. <laughs> you can collect collect rock day. Get the red red rocks, the Yellowstones, all like that. Uh, it is the International Day for the Preservation of the Ozone Layer. Oh. Well, it is called Ozone Layer Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of words. It's such an important day that people will forget it if it didn't have so many words in it. <laughs> So everyone, protect the ozone. Grab all your aerosol cans and spray them in the sky. <laughs> uh, it, it is Malaysia Day, huh. uh, a a cultural, of course, kind of a day. If people live in Malaysia, you'll have to explain what, how you celebrate that. It's also Mayflower Day. Must be when all the pilgrims came over from England. Yeah, that's not a Mayflower. Uh, historical awareness. Um, pilgrims must have landed on this day back in 1620. Uh, I thought it <laughs> penguins. Huh? Penguins. When the penguins oh. landed. Pilgrims. The penguins? The Mayflower penguins? <laughs> Do they make them? <laughs> uh, it's Mexican Independence Day. So Another all you one. Mexicans, celebrate your independence <laughs> and cross that border. Cross it right now. Joe Biden said this. Okay. That was May 5th. What is May 5th? Cinco de Mayo. It's not Independence Day on Cinco de Mayo, but it is a like a, a military victory or something. Oh, I thought Cinco that was our Independence Day. No, it, well, it's not. Hmm? They have more than one, though. Oh. Yeah, they have several throughout the year. There's, I mean, federal holidays like that. It is National Choose Your Chocolate Day. <laughs> All right. Which one do you like best? I don't care which one is, but make it lots of it. <laughs> Snickers, uh, Milky Way, Hershey's, all like that. Yeah. I think a dark chocolate, chocolate or white chocolate. <laughs> chocolate covered raisins. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, National Cinnamon Raisin Bread Day. So get you a piece of raisin bread and toast it and put a candy bar on it, Hershey bar on top of it. Well, darn, I had a piece of banana bread. <laughs> this is still bread. coming. This is on Saturday. So you still have time. It's oh, National yeah. Concussion Awareness Day. Oh, I hit my head. <laughs> so like if you fall down and bump your head. Be aware. <laughs> if, if you don't have a concussion, just bump your head anyway and get one, get one. Go ahead. And you know what? You, too, could become a politician. You'll be just as smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is National Guacamole Day, which I suppose is related to Mexican Independence Day. 
Um, National Play Day. Uh, children's activity. Oh, Play-Doh. Oh. Children, friendship, lifestyle, uh, all that kind of thing. Play-Doh Day. Hmm. National Sit with a Stranger Day. <laughs> stranger danger. Uh, I know a pretty strange friend. guy who lives in the White House will sniff your hair if you don't sit too close to him. <laughs> what? Joe Biden likes to sniff the hair of little girls. Oh. Huh. Yeah, there's the, the, believe me, there's a lots of montages of him sniffing and groping little girls in awkward ways. Yeah, that's weird. I and yet not he's not arrested. Hmm. It's National Step Family Day, so I, I, I guess instead of a, a family tree, you have a family ladder, a step ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Tattoo Story Day. And tell a story about all your tattoos. Mine will be a very short story. In fact, yeah, it would, there would be no story. Right. <laughs> Me too. Uh, National Trail of Tears Commemoration Day. Well, that's a lot of stuff this day. Wow. Papua New Guinea Independence Day. Stay away from the Seattle Day. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'll stay far <laughs> from Seattle Day. This Teenager Workout Day. Good. I don't have to do it. Parents Day. <laughs> I mean, every day should be working parents day, but teenager workout day. I know some teenagers who can stand to go out and work out. <laughs> World ozone. We already touched on that one. European mobility week. And wow, that is all of the days. That's a lot of days on the 16th. Mm -hmm. So there's no, uh, no shortage of things to celebrate. So you can, you can pick your favorite holiday and go to your favorite bowling alley and, Run up a big uh, bar tab, and <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have a fair bowling, I, I correct you. I want to yeah. or go visit <laughs> your favorite cone barn. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, there you go. Got to do it soon. They're going to be closed in the end of September. <laughs> well, yeah, you would think, unless they decide to keep the thing open all winter long, like has been discussed before. Yeah. Anyhow, there's our holidays, so it's time to scooch on along. There, or advance and be ready. Come in. For a second, you know, you almost frightened me. And it'll be time. I don't know what's next. What's no. next? What's next? I don't know. That doesn't sound funny. It'll be time <laughs> to pass the torch to Terry to lead off on the news. I have a bodybuilding chef. Breaking the world record for chopping a cucumber blindfolded. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Canadian chef named Wallace Wong. <laughs> wow, how Canadian. <laughs> how Canadian, he eh? <laughs> put his chopping skills in order and cut 166 cucumber slices in 30 seconds. Oh, wow. wow. He's known as the six-pack chef on TikTok. <laughs> huh. And that's about it to the story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cucumber slicer. He didn't lose uh, any fingers in the process, I hope. 
Yeah, the yeah. Oriental yeah. chef who lives in Canada who cuts cucumbers. Yeah. <laughs> it's his specialty. He can slice Start and dice all your cucumbers. <laughs> he didn't cut off no fingers or any other body parts. Do we know oh, that? That's good. <laughs> My first one's about a koala bear, and of course this is in Australia. This koala bear has steals and eats, uh, he ate $3,800 worth of <laughs> um, plants and things from this nursery hmm. in Australia. He must have a really expensive diet or something. But this has been going know. on for months, and they said that there was no signs of you know they thought it was going to be like a possum or a, some kind of goat or some small animal but there's no tracks or anything i don't know how this koala bear got in there he's a but, ninja uh, koala bear he was very sneaky yes he got in there though the reason they found out it was this koala bears he got in there and ate too much and then fell asleep kind of like goldilocks and couldn't <laughs> wow. leave and well, they the koala bears they are kind of a, a yellow colored bear aren't they a kind of tan or khaki kind of color. A blind bear. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it fell asleep after it engorged on too much of their uh, wonderful tasting plants. And so when they came into work, there was the koala bear laying in the mama bed. No, the baby bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes you wonder, was it a nursery? Did it have like a McDonald's drive-thru sign on it or something? <laughs> it was like the McDonald's drive-thru for the wildlife around there. <laughs> about a robot janitor who does the dirty work and cleans your toilets. <laughs> a Kurt, the cyber guy, explains the benefits of using uh, a robot to take on sanitation tasks while also describing the efficacy concerns it brings. I didn't know it would bring any efficacy concerns. <laughs> Heck, if I get someone to clean my toilets who's not human, I'll let them. I have right. no secrets hiding in my turds in my toilet. They're welcome to it. Flush it, clean it, and have the robot do it. Save me a lot yeah, of and I mean, in a public place, in a public place, it wouldn't matter because... Sometimes a man may be cleaning the women's bathroom or the woman cleaning a man's bathroom, but a robot... Right. Yeah, yeah, a robot could go binary. in either one. It wouldn't be offensive to either uh, gender of humans. And, mm -hmm. No, I, I, I suppose if it surprised you, it'd scare the crap out of you, and it gets jumping <laughs> that way too. Yeah. So there we go. The robots cleaning toilets. I wish I had one. Anyway, back on Terry. Wisconsin Meat Company, who is breaking the world record, another world record story. They are made the biggest meat stick. Like and they sliced gym. it. It's a lot of pieces really fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other guy. Never mind. <laughs> Do you like Slim Jims? This one is 314 feet long. 
Wow. That's not a slim gin. That's a long gin. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long gin. A slim, long gin. And Wenzel Farms teamed up with a South Carolina company and they created a meat casing, you know, edible meat casing that would, you know, um, support the length and width of it and toughness huh. to withstand the Guinness record attempt. Hmm. And so... Well, you know, those casings is just, you know, intestines, so it's just one big old long intestine. Just cram it full <laughs> of meat. <laughs> then, after it was declared a new world record, then I think they got that other guy to cut it up in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> they chopped it up in pieces and served it to attendees who were there. And is about flamingos. Mm-hmm. They were blown off course. Of course, they um, are supposed to be living in Florida, but this last uh, hurricane that came through, or the first one that came through, Idalia, I think it was, blew all these flamingos off course, and they ended up in Texas, and they actually were seen in Ohio, so the states between the border and all the way up to Ohio. Yeah. But they said that uh, they were, uh, if you leave them alone, when it gets cold, they will fly back to Florida because they like the warmer temperatures. Hmm. And so, uh, let's see, it it says Kentucky had, people had seen them there and South Carolina, different states, Georgia. So it's kind of unusual. They're they're like illegal immigrants. Have they shown up in New York yet? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it says as far north as Dayton, Ohio is where they've been seeing different flamingos. They were just flying, I guess, and the wind just blew them and they got blown off course and ended up all over the place. Yeah, they are typically uh, like down in Florida in those southern areas. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe the, the cold snap will blow all the immigrants back that way, but I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> it says they they usually live in Florida, the flamingos, but they were almost made extinct in the early 1900s i wonder if people used to eat them kind of like the swans over in england were almost extinct because the royal family ate them i wonder if a flamingo is like a pink swan and maybe they're tasty i don't know it's funny because here at the end of this article it says these birds are stressed right now Uh, (laughs) they just went through a terrible ordeal ordeal no matter how you look at it they were all Thinking they were going to wake up in the morning in Florida, and they weren't. <laughs> yeah, the storm blew them away. Uh, <laughs> where am I at? Who are these rednecks? <laughs> no, these Yankees. <laughs> Who are these these rednecks? They sound like Yankees. What's a chicken anyway? Who got a pink chicken over there, Martha? Well, I have an animal story, and it does have to do with uh, illegally crossing the border. 
But apparently, uh, Norway is building a reindeer wall <laughs> to stop them from strolling into Russia. <laughs> I guess Norway needs to keep their reindeers uh, inside of Norway. Uh, as it turns out, the story comes from uh, Copenhagen, but it is about Norway. Uh, talks about building a reindeer fence along the border it shares with Russia because they've been rushing into Russia and they've been eating up their grassland and Oslo, the capital of Norway, has been having to pay for all the eaten grass that they eat off of Russia. Um, Norwegian officials say that so far 22 reindeer have crossed into Russian grazing land. Uh, the reindeer barrier spans 193 miles, and it dates back to 1954 when they first uh, started noticing this problem. Now, I've been to northern Norway, and I I totally forgot that Norway does kind of border on Russia. It's right there across the northern, like I said, about 93 miles. It's the northern tiny tip of it there huh. you, you think of norway you know being next to like what switzerland and sweden and you know they all run like a north and south so you think all yeah. oh, russia is like far to the east but up north they get really close together up there and, huh. but yeah norway has been having to pay the penalty because i guess russia doesn't like to share their grass and well, the, they so, are communists. <laughs> we'll just have to see if Santa Claus comes to visit Putin this year or not, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the fun, funny story about uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer being banned from red, you know, communist Red Russia. Don't you let your reindeer come to Russia. <laughs> I've got a medley here of four stories. I'm going to roll into one. Okay. In Washington, the state of Washington, an overturned semi spills its load of red wine all over the highway. <laughs> and two, a semi truck in Utah spilled its load of baking flour well, all communion. over the road. I got to have bread <laughs> and wine. All right. And then back in the state of Washington, another semi spilled this load of potatoes. What is wrong with the all these truckers? <laughs> and then in Vancouver, Canada, the transit police captured a rascally runaway rabbit in the train station. I think they were going to make some royal Hassenpfeffer. Wow. <laughs> Cook, That's my ingredients. My, my stories all those ingredients to make rabbit stew. <laughs> and so rabbit stew. That takes <laughs> care of four of my stories I had building up. I was waiting to put that recipe all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going That's... on with these truckers. They're all spilling stuff all the time. <laughs> I know. It's like almost every week there's a different truck spilling something. It's like... Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask, ask Nathan if he's ever spilled anything off of his truck. I bet you he's going to let me know. 
I, I know he he doesn't drive for any food places, but he did used to drive like, like to co- cosmetics to a, a warehouse or somewhere in New Jersey, hmm. I think. Wow. Spill some makeup on the highway or something. Yeah. I know he used to work for Jones Fabric, wasn't it? Um, Hobby Lobby, I think. Hobby Lobby, okay. Yeah, he didn't drive for that for very long. He, he drives for Rural King right now, so maybe he, he can conveniently lose a load of riding lawnmowers or something. <laughs> well, I can yeah. top that off with a dessert story. Might as well. Have a four-course meal um, here. In Colorado, they have what for Guinness Book of World Records, a record-breaking peach from a peach tree. James and the giant peach. Was it? Yeah, was it James? The, did James grow it? <laughs> the peach weighed two. It says two hundred and two pounds, but I mean two point two pound peach. That's a big peach. It's, it's still pretty big. It's two pounds or a pound is sixteen ounces, so. Yeah. A 32 ounce plus peach. Hmm. And Brian Cox of Black Bear Orchards in Colorado. Black Bear Orchards. I wonder if they ever have any black bears in their orchard eating their peaches. (laughs) (laughs) If they do, they miss that one. (laughs) They make them taste like um, potato chips and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> getting people's cars uh, the big black bears yeah they saw a bear over there I saw a big black bear eating a peach <sighs> a giant peach there's a boy scout thought... song about singing a bar over there but I don't remember how it goes anymore I'm sure Terry would I do. know <laughs> I do I know that song I thought maybe the peach was grown in Texas because I thought everything was bigger in Texas. Yeah, yeah. you would think. Yeah, that would have to be big. It's probably close to the size of a football. Yeah. It has to be large. That's yeah. all I got for news. All right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, See, I'm so ashamed of myself. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce a young fellow that everybody is talking about. He's been a big success in his first few pictures with 20 cents and Fox. And I'm young, he's handsome, <laughs> uh, just a minute, and he has a grand voice. I want you to meet... That means it's time for some weird, weird... He's a big name. Yes, and if it wasn't a lady, I'd say what it was. Yes, weird, weird. Weird words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, now I'm white and nerdy. I wanna We're back to some strange ones, although this uh, first one's fairly easy. It's nose gay. N O S C G A Y. Nose gay. That's like queer eye for the straight guy. Queer nose for the gringos. Uh, queer, queer nose for the pig farmer. What the hell? It's a type of, either a type of a flower or just refers to a pleasant scent, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you got it right there. I mean, it says a small bunch of nice smelling flowers. So I thought it was actually the thing that they put the flowers in because when you get married, you carry your bouquet. And oh, yeah. It's got little, the plastic little thing you hold, hold on, on to. I thought, it, I thought that's what it was called, but it's actually the flowers. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. Our next uh, word is scantling. S-C-A-N-T-L-I-N-G. Scantling. When you barely wear clothes and you dance around in your bedroom. And they fall off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, scant well, scanty means to have skimpy, uh, very small clothes on. So scantling is to have even less than that. Like you're just wearing instead of a string bikini, you're you're wearing a thread bikini. <laughs> just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> yeah, you guys got it right. It means a small amount of something, a small amount uh, of clothes, a small amount of food, or just a small amount of anything. Uh, scantling. Scantling. See, some of these aren't too hard this week. <laughs> so far. I want to roll with the gangsters. They're so far, they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Our next word is Gurdon. It's G U R or G U E R D O N. Gurdon. on. Well, let's see. When you march in the military, you have a flag out the front. It's called a guide on. Uh, hmm. It has your, your unit number on it. Oh. So, so, well, that's not what this means. <laughs> a a guard on. Yeah, so you G-U- take your guide on and you wrap it around like a girdle. <laughs> and it becomes a glared on. I'm sure that is not it. Uh, glared. Uh, oh, hmm. the, the fancy girdle. I don't know. A fancy girdle. Got any ideas, Terry? Want to throw something out? A, a type of dill pickle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can give <laughs> your dill pickle to someone because that means. To give an award to someone so you can award them oh. with a dill pickle. So if someone plays pickleball and they win, you give them a guerdon for their. Yeah. As a trophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this next word is really funny. It's crinkum crankum. It's like Krispy Kremes. <laughs> oh, I see the donuts. They sell uh, bagels. Yeah. <laughs> crankum crankum. <laughs> or, or they sell cr- uh, meth. Is, is it meth called crank, Terry? <laughs> huh? <laughs> is, it, is it meth called crank? So crankum crankum so. is, a, is a brand of meth. Crank. Yeah. Oh. I think that's meth, methamphetamines, yeah. Hmm. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. I don't know. This word means um, Excuse me. an elaborate decoration or details to something. Yeah. So maybe I, was, like, I was almost gonna say kind of roughly sounding. Yeah. You know, kind of cramped or ruffled or something. Yeah. Okay. Yep, elaborate decoration uh, or detail. 
killer rap I haven't run At Pascal, well I'm number one Do vector calculus just for fun I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun Our next word is Nomic G-N-O-M-I-C G-N-O Nomic, yeah Gnomic It's the the adjective version of gnome You're a very gnomic Yeah you, you you resemble a, a yard lawn ornament so well. Oh, <laughs> it reminds me of a, a joke I heard this morning on on Twitter that the uh, the the adjective version of metal is metallic, but iron doesn't work out that way. Uh-huh. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> so, gnomic would be a very gnome like. I'm going to go with that. Gnome like. Um, it's the opposite of a pneumatic drill. Hmm. Or maybe you're from Nome, Alaska. You're you're gnomic. Happy days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Gnomic. Well, GNO oh. must mean short, small, or something, because you kind of got that part right. I guess that's where gnomes come from. Oh. They're small. Gnomes are short little critters. Yeah. Because it means. What's a maxim or aphorism, though? Maxima aphorism? Maxima would be something large. <laughs> yeah. An it's aphorism a is like object. a figure of speech or something. I think. It means short pixie maxerism, maxims or aphorisms. And I don't know oh, what a maxim is. A maxim is like an aphorism. Aphorism. That's a word on that yeah. Yeah, something short, fixy like. Yeah, like a short, maybe funny saying, like our jokes. I guess it's a short little fairy. It's a short little <laughs> gnomic joke. Next word is insouciant. It's I N S O U C I A N C E. Enthusiant. Enthusiant. It's like enthusiasm, except for you have a lisp. So you a say enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Enthusiant. Well, I was thinking like Dr. Seuss, like very Dr. Seuss like, but maybe not. <laughs> made up words, made up characters, very. Like a Dr. Seussian kind of a world, you know. Well, I don't know if that's what you would call this meaning, but it's just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. It kind of makes me think of it because it means casual lack of concern or indifference. And I know a lot of his stories, hmm. you know, like. Uh, green eggs and ham. I will eat them, but that's kind of a casual. Yeah, it's very fanciful, kind of a imaginary type of a world. Yeah, event. yeah. I don't know if it'd be the same. But, hmm. I like to roll with the gangsters, although it's apparent I'm too wide and nerdy. Our next word is bromite. B r o m i t e. Oh, it sounds like a rock. Oh, oh I D E. I'm sorry. And this B R O M I D E. That's that's what you put on your sandwich 
when you get a Vegemite sandwich in Australia. Some bromite with their Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it depends. It sounds like a chemical compound. Uh, uh, I know, like they have, you said, a thing called bromo seltzer was kind of a stomach medicine. Uh, like a bromide is something like a a, a medicine or a, a healing thing. Uh, but that's uh, yeah, some kind of a chemical. Hmm. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. How'd I get so white and nerdy? Well, it means an unoriginal idea or remark. How unoriginal? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I bet you might sandwich. That's mm -hmm. not creative <laughs> at all. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics, you know I collect them The pins in my pocket, I must protect them My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored Shopping online for deals on some writable media I edit Wikipedia Our next word is inveigle I-N-V-E-I-G-L-E Inveigle 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 There's only one G, so it would be a long I sound Inveigle Oh, okay when Someone, your dog swallows an object, then it's in your <laughs> beagle. Yeah, I, I was thinking like in vitro, but that means you know referring to babies or whatever. But in beagle, inside of your beagle, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jill has a beagle. I do have a beagle, but it's not a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R O T F L O L. It means to me persuade no someone to do something is what that word tickle means. Me. <laughs> to, to have I talked to you into trying to figure out what that word meant. Got a business doing websites. While friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. It's Bosky. B O S K Y. Bosky, huh? Bosky. Or bow sky, I guess. I, I'm not is, sure. Is, like, is there a kind of bowling? A bocce <laughs> ball, so I was thinking of. Bo bocce ball is a type of a bowling game. So it's not that bosky. No. Is, is it a chocolate drink? Like, no. Bo that's Bosco. <laughs> okay, never mind. That's when you go cross country skiing with a box on your head. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you take box your ski. boss on a ski trip. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a company of ski trip. We take take your boss skiing. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the gap in my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. This word means covered by trees or bushes. So to me, it means like shrubbery. Yeah, shrubbery or something. Mm -hmm. A ghillie suit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one of them. <laughs> Refer to a pre previous episode a couple a couple back. Getting freaky, I'm nerdy and the extreme and whiter than sour cream. This protein, P-P-R-O-T-E-A-N, protein, P-E-A-N, I don't know how you would. So it's not protein like food building block for the body, it's protein. So if you have a teenager who's really good at sports and they go pro, and now they get paid for playing sports. They're a pro oh, team. Yeah, pro team. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an amateur team. It's a pro. <laughs> they get paid to be a team. There you go. <laughs> so if you, if you have a lazy teenager and they want to go pro, they can get paid to be a lazy teenager. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if only that were the case. Right. <laughs> 
I was in AV club and glee club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard. What do I like Kirk or do I like Picard? To me, this word kind of is like a jack of all trades because it means able to do many things. Okay, okay. Protean. Protean. How do you say that word? What a protean word. Yes. Protean power. <laughs> Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair. Got my name on my underwear. They see me strolling, they laughing, and rolling their eyes because I'm so wide and dirty. Durasinate. E R A C I N A T E. It's a water pill. You take that pill that makes you go pee a lot. Oh. <laughs> well, that's thoracomide. Okay, never mind. Dang it. <laughs> Sounds like one of them redneck words from Jeff Foxworthy. Initiate. <laughs> Initiate deracinate. <laughs> They're oxidate all the grain out of my barn. <laughs> I thought it sounded like a dinosaur deracinate, but Deracinate Park. Yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Park. It actually means To uproot. I was going to say a dinosaur that ate everything. Well, <laughs> if they're oxidating all that grain out of my field, they would have to uproot them to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Another word. This is our last word. Gadarene. G-A-D-A-R-E-N-E. Gadarene. like a Bible word. Hmm. It sounds like the uh, the guy who was possessed by demons and Jesus cast him out into the pigs. The Gadarene demoniac is the, what that guy was called. Oh, huh. Gadarene was the place where he was at. So it's it maybe is that a place name in in, in uh, Israel somewhere? I don't know. Huh. I didn't if know it's that. one of Jill's words, probably not. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. But oh well, it's <laughs> yeah, probably not. Nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. Right? It means in a rush to do something. So I can see that you're in a rush to get the pigs out of the legend. Wasn't that his name? All the evil yeah, spirits. Yeah, he cast Legion. the demons out and they went to the pigs. Quick, Legion. Oh, okay. His name was Legion. They the was in a rush to do something, so I, I could see that being uh, similar. Get back in your room or I will kill you. That was my words for the week. We're in a rush now to move on to Gathering Terry's Top Ten. All right, Eric, get everybody off the stage. Clear the joint out! Here's Terry Top 10. Top 10. <laughs> Man. I've been gathering up some of them. And I hit one last night that was pretty funny. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. Let me just put this disclaimer out there. It doesn't pertain to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ten unbelievable cases of sleeping through 
the impossible. Number 10. If I could stick my hand in my heart, spill it all over the stage. Would it satisfy you? Would it slide on by you? Would you think the boy is strange? Ain't it strange? If I could win, if I could sing a love song so divine. Would it be enough for your cheating heart if I broke down and cried? If I cry, I, I. An Iraqi man slept through the invasion and the takeover of his village. Hmm. Yeah. 2014, uh, a, a man named Muhammad Ali Abu. Sounds like Muhammad Ali had a monkey named Abu. Like <laughs> and, um, he was a clockmaker of all things. And he fell asleep, and he didn't hear everybody being evacuated from the town <laughs> when they invaded. And, and all that machine gun fired his sock, his clock's ticking. <laughs> and he woke up. He, he slept through it. He woke up in the morning. Um, he was the only man left. He he shaved and went for a walk. When he got opened his door. He was greeted by some soldiers who he had to prove to him who he was and explain to them what he... he How come all these houses have been exploded and (laughs) burned onto the ground? Number nine. I said, I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do. I really, 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 really do. A snail woke up four years later, and he was on display in a museum in London. <laughs> Sound like um, a joke. The <laughs> punchline. In the eighteen hundreds, a, a, a bunch of snails were donated to the Museum of London. The snails were gathered up from Egypt. So it might have been a mummy snail. <laughs> I'll say, I, I know he was asleep. Everybody <laughs> yeah. been chilling out. They were like, they had taken the snails and they had put them like on cards, you know, had mounted them on the cards. And then uh, one of the curators, after four years, uh, had taken the card and looked at it and it looked a little odd. And they put a little couple drops of water on it and the snail stuck its head out. And, huh? <laughs> hey, it's raining out there. <laughs> <laughs> it was not dead. It was just sleeping for four years. Number eight. Go, go, slave ship out for cotton fields. Sold in a market down in New Orleans. Scarred old slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him with the women just around midnight. A woman slept through the whole Jonestown massacre. Huh. Hmm. Uh. Way back, way back in 1978, <laughs> uh, down in Guyana, 
Jim Jones took his cult following down there. Over 900 people died after from cyanide-laced Kool-Aid. They were forced to drink it at gunpoint. They made all the children drink first and then the adults. But And the, this lady, she was a 76-year-old woman. She went back to her bedroom when the massacre started. She fell asleep. When she woke up, she was the only person alive and not dead. Hmm. Number seven. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she would meet her connection. At her feet was a footloose man. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. Eminem, not the candy, but the singer. <laughs> yeah. Eminem slept through his Academy Award win. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, in 2003, uh, his song, Lose Yourself, was in the movie Eight Mile, and it won an Academy Award. He did not go to the awards ceremony because he was he figured he wouldn't win, so he stayed at home with his daughter. Uh, and he got so drunk he slept it off. <laughs> and him and his daughter went to bed early, and so he slept through. Even on the TV, he didn't even know he won. Wow. I thought they let you know in advance, so it gives you time to prepare a speech. I, yeah, I thought they would either, if not let you know in advance, to say you may want to be there. <laughs> you know, Right. They, <laughs> right. Something. Oh, I probably won't win. Not saying he will, not saying he won't, but you might want to be here. <laughs> they want the new blue Eminem, not the old red one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a rainbow m and uh, Number six. You need honky-tonk women. Gimme, gimme, gimme the honky-tonk blues. A POW named Edwin Rose slept through the Great Raid. Um, the Great Raid was... Uh, after World War II, they raided a POW camp in the Philippines where he had slept through the he slept through the raid. Everybody was rescued and he was left behind. Huh? Maybe he thought it might have been the rapture or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word everybody go. But the guy My buddies are gone, the, the Japanese are gone, everybody's gone. <laughs> Just me. He was he was almost blind and half deaf, you know, after being tortured and stuff. Yeah, and so and everything. Yeah. He he was very weird, they said, and he he was confused, didn't know what was going on. He just started walking down the road and Somebody said, Hey, the war's over. You can go home. Now. <laughs> Where are you going, dude? <laughs> America is that way. 6,000 miles. <laughs> Number five. 
More than one, it's happened more than once, more than one time, diabetic person slept through while their pet dogs ate their toes. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> and they woke um, up because their diabetic uh, sensor was going off. Beep, beep. <laughs> I remember one uh, time our host wasn't asleep, but one of his grandkids bit his toe. Somebody uh, bit my toe once. Yeah, that's what I mean. Our host there. The, the, the vampire toe biter. <laughs> well, this might have been because it says a man in Michigan. <laughs> well, I was in Altamont at the time when that happened. But I, I can see it happening because you don't have any feeling. You don't, you don't know. With diabetic neuropathy. Um, he had a, a toe that needed to be amputated, but he wouldn't go. And so he had a Jack Russell Terrier. Who did a who job thought, for him. Who thought <laughs> he was a, a amateur f- f- surgeon, decided to eat the man's toe. Oh, weird. <laughs> the dog gnawed the toe off while he slept. When the man woke up, he realized the dog had ate his toe, which caused him to go to the emergency room where they found that he had an infection in his bone and they had to remove part of his foot. Wow. So honestly, the, the dog, dog probably saved his life. Saved his life, right. <laughs> you know, the, like the, the other parts, of, like the you know, they talked about the dogs that can sense the stop and everything, and but uh, this dog saved his life by eating his toe. Number four, Dick Van Dyke fell asleep on a surfboard and woke up lost at sea. (laughs) Sat for real. (laughs) (laughs) This story was actually from Dick Van Dyke himself, who (laughs) says he was just learning to surf. He paddled out past the breakwaters. He passed out and fell asleep. And when he woke up, he couldn't see the shore anymore. And he didn't know which way to go. And just like in a Disney movie, a pod of dolphins showed up and pointed him back the way to the shore. Or were they oh. sharks? <laughs> <laughs> and it was I wonder if Mary Poppins sent them to him. A 
woman fell asleep on the plane and woke up hours later, locked on the plane. <laughs> An empty plane and woke up. Hey, hello. you would think the cleaning crew would say, "Hey, lady, you can't sleep here." <laughs> yeah, or the stewardesses would have said, "Hey, we're landed. Let's get off the plane now." You would think. And th- this happened. This happened in 2010, and the woman reached her destination in Philadelphia the, she was woke up by the cleaning crew 50 passengers had deboarded de- the plane and the crew but she was awoke by the cleaning crew who called the police and she they, she was stuck on the plane until the police arrived where she could prove that she wasn't a terrorist <laughs> she later I'm a homeless person. I just look for empty airplanes to sneak inside of and take a nap. Sleeping terrorist. <laughs> a sleeping terrorist cell. Yeah. Uh, she later sued the airlines for false imprisonment. Yeah. Because she was locked in the airplane. I mean, yeah. she's lucky if that, that was the end of the, the flight for that plane because <laughs> Him gonna fly from Chicago to St. Louis and suddenly you wake up in San Diego. <laughs> I like it here. Number two. Hey, hey you, you get off of my cloud. Hey, hey you, you get off of my cloud. Hey, hey you, you get off of my cloud. Don't hang around because who's a crowd? Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne once fell asleep during a driving test. Oh. <laughs> I'll say through his own concert. <laughs> a driving test. <laughs> yeah. I would hate to be his driving instructor. Right. Hey. Okay, Ozzy, turn left. And... Hey, wake up. <laughs> he, one... <laughs> he got in the car once and he fell asleep. And when he woke up, there was a note in the passenger seat that said, You failed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, fortunately, nobody was hurt or injured, but Ozzy Osbourne had to take the driving test 19 times before he finally passed. Stayed awake. <laughs> the driving <laughs> test. He finally got his license at the age of 60. Oh, wow. wow. 60 years old. About the time you shouldn't be driving anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I can see he, he Actually, became a rocker at a young age, so he's probably all living in limousines for a long time. He didn't have to learn how to drive. Right, right. And they... Uh, I know there's New Yorkers who, born and raised in New York, never learned how to drive because, hey, you, go, you take the subway, you take the bus, you take the taxi. Right. You don't drive anywhere. Number one... Laughter, joy, and loneliness, and sex, and sex, and sex, and sex. Look at me! I'm in tatters! I'm shattered! Adolf Hitler slept through most of D Day. Slept through most of his. I thought you were going to say that. Uh, mein Führer, I think you might need some help here. <laughs> we need your advice. <laughs> hey. Uh-oh. Are you guys still there? I'm here. Second. All yeah, right, I got to go. 
It's like your personal me, problem struck all of a sudden. Come, come, McGee. Don't give me that. Huh? Why should they call a pudgy little twerp like you for service? No, I got the the guy at my front door. Oh, okay. Trying to get well, it's kind of uh, advanced well, anyway. On on that one there, Adolf Hitler, he informed his generals not to wake him up. When he went to bed on June 5th, uh, he uh, they didn't wake him up. And so he slept through most of the invasion. I'm so tired. Even if there's an invasion, don't wake me up. <laughs> Do not wake me up. Okay. Okay, sir. Yeah. Uh, I got one to add to that, though. I know when, you know how when kids are learning band instruments, their very first concert, how wonderful it sounds with all oh, the yeah. sweet. Well, my son, when he, his sister, my oldest daughter was in band, she would have been in sixth grade, I believe, fifth or sixth grade. So he was maybe one or two. He slept through that concert somehow. Yeah, well, one or two, I could believe it. My goodness, the country must be worse off than I'd realized. Well, it is uh, time to advance, and our next uh, area is our anchor topic. It is this week on computers, Ooh. which covers a lots of grounds. Computers could also include iPhones, uh, you know, smartphones, various computerized devices, GPS, you know, stuff like that. And I thought what we do is, uh, do you use your computer very often? Mine does not work. It crashed or something. George tried to, to turn phone. it on. Yeah, he tried to turn it on one day and it wouldn't do anything. Okay. Well, I was going to say, whether it's your computer or your phone, what is the top uh, two or three apps that you use, you find yourself using all the time? Now, of course, on the computer, you know, it wouldn't matter for you, but so what's the three top two or three apps on your phone? Well, I do like to use my, uh, my not mine's, uh, the one that tells you the barcode. Oh, the uh, seeing AI. AI. Yeah, that one or my my the one where you call a person and I got to stop and think. You got me off guard. Uh, you call a person and they because that one I tried to use the other day the seeing AI for a color because uh -huh. I knit a lot and so I needed to know the color. Oh, of the be, yarn. be my eyes. That one. Yeah, be my eyes. That's the other one. But I tried to use the one and because I needed to know the color. And it kept telling me all these different colors. It was like light blue, dark blue, magenta, pink. And I was like holding it over one thing of yarn. So I was like, oh, well, it must be a variegated, many different colors. 
Mm-hmm. Well, when my husband came home, he told me, nope, it's dark blue. That's all there is. It's just dark blue. I said, why did this thing tell me all these different colors? Now, so do, I you, do you like grab like the the ball or scan of yarn and hold it so it sees the, the, the ball of yarn? Or Yeah, that's what it was. Because if it's got a label, I'll just scan the, the barcode on the label. But once I use it a while and there's just a little left, right. you know, or use, you know, I throw away the, the thing and then just have the ball without the label. I should have tried the other one, though, because that would have told me, although I did call it one time when I got a guy and I was like, I need to know the colors of these yarns. And he goes, well, the one <laughs> was like gray and one was blue and the other one, he goes, uh, kind of an orangey color. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was there, butterscotch uh, was the like color of it. But... Yeah, guys oh. don't know colors. Oh, okay. Yeah. You say so... it's brown. It could be everything from okay. light tan to dark brown. <laughs> right. <laughs> The coffee color. <laughs> yeah, there are different, lots of shades of every color. Just so yeah. that's my two favorite apps. The third one, I don't know. I like to play games, and I have one Dice World that I play every day. Yeah, and I'm sure there's other ones out there. Terry, I'm sure does Samnet, but yeah, Terry's back. So we, the yeah. question was, what is it? Whether you use a computer or your phone, what's your top three? Uh, apps that you find yourself using on a daily basis. It can be either your computer or your phone. If we talk about both, that's fine too. Well, I use uh, I use uh, uh, Seeing AI. <laughs> that's what I said too. <laughs> right, right. I use Seeing AI for I have my work cam, but sometimes my phone is handier. Sometimes I like my work cam, but I use it and uh, uh, Sam Net, like you said, listen to movies. It's just like net Netflix, but a little different. Yeah, except it's uh, audio described instead of it's. Visual. Well, yeah, because some stuff, but I mean, it's like any streaming service. It's I got a fee, but being a veteran, you can get it for free if you get with your VISC coordinator. You can get SamNet for free. It's usually like I don't know. It was ten dollars a year. No, a hundred dollars a year and stuff. So, and what else do I use? Um, I stream and watch TV. Uh, a lot on Spectrum TV. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I. Yes, I I, it depends on my computer. I, I generally use uh, Microsoft Word uh, quite a bit. And um, not really so often Excel, but Word. Um, and then, of course, email and audio yeah. editing app. On my phone, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so I'll either be listening to the Apple podcast app or else downcast because they each have features I like that the other don't have so I'll switch back and forth between them Um, so then the other thing would just be various news apps like you know Fox and CNN and uh, Google uh, AP Uh, there's some I find myself reading news stories more than others 
And people might say, oh, it's just because you like that Fox News, you know, there was that way. It's like, well, no, it's because some apps are easier and more accessible to read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Fox actually has one of the more accessible uh, reading apps. Uh, AP is kind of close, but AP can be kind of clunky in the way it operates. Mm. And when it comes to CNN or Google, uh, CNN has a lot of audio things. I don't always want to listen to the news. I'd rather just re read me the article, just read it. Uh, and the thing I don't like about Google News is it does give you a variety of sources, you know, you know through the spectrum. But I'm finding more and more, you, you oh, I'm, I want to read the headline. So you tap it and it says, you must be a paid subscriber to read It's like, no, no, I want the news. I don't want to pay you to read the news. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, so I, I, I tend to just browse the headlines on on Google News. But if I want to actually read something, I'm probably more likely to, to read it off of the Fox app because it, it, it reads it. It doesn't. They do have audio visual stuff, but I don't have to rely on the audio visual stuff. But anyway, that's kind of my a couple of my go tos that I find myself gravitating towards. Yeah, that's because you're more serious and like the news, and I guess I'm goofy and like games. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have games, but I find that I don't always have time to play them because uh, I just have you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts or I read books, yeah. and if you're you got your audio dedicated towards reading a book or playing a podcast, you don't. You have to take away that resource and uh, play a game. And I find that I would get bored playing a game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes I'll have podcasts on my Victor Reader and I'll listen to that on my Victor Reader while I play whatever game. Yeah. But I do, I, I have podcasts on different ones on my phone than I have on my Victor Reader. So I switch back and forth. Yeah. Well, just wanted to kind of keep it a little bit uh, short and light phone. here on our anchor topic yeah. this week. But... Well, I, I punish him regularly about twice a week. Give me that telegram. I'll read it. Hey, hey, look, Costello. What? It's from your... So do we have any emails? We do. Oh, I read this email last week. Let me find a different email. What? Oh, great, Scott. It's, it's a bullet, a rifle bullet, and a note. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? All right, here's our email. It says, hi there, that sounds funny crew. I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but I think that all the parties involved are now deceased. I have it on good authority. This story is true, but decide for yourself. With sales down at KFC, Colonel Sanders called the Pope to ask him a favor. Holy Father, I need you to ask to change the midweek prayer from our Father in Heaven, give us our daily bread, to give us this day our daily chicken. <laughs> if you do that, I will donate $50 million to the Vatican. I didn't even know Colonel Sanders was a Catholic. I don't know. Uh, but the Pope replies, 
that is the Lord's Prayer. I cannot change the Lord's Prayer. How about 75 million, the colonel says to the Pope. <clears throat> no, says the Pope. How about 100 million? The Pope says, let me get back to you. So the next day, the Pope calls together all the bishops. I have good news and bad news, says the Pope. The good news is that KFC is donating $100 million to the Vatican. The bad news is we have to give up the Wonder Bread account. <laughs> From Daisy Me, is that right? Give us this day our daily chicken. In, in Y City, Arkansas. <laughs> uh, Wow. Oh, Daisy May in Y City, Arkansas. Okay. It was saying Daisy May for the name. All right. We got mm -hmm. it. So whoever Daisy May is there in Y City, Arkansas. That's funny. <laughs> no more daily bread. Now we get daily chicken. Daily chicken. Give us this day our daily chicken. <laughs> you know, change, change communion an awful lot, too. Yeah. You communion at church. You got some grape juice and chicken. Can we Chicken get some nuggets. dipping sauce? <laughs> I need some dipping sauce. You got any ranch? I never thought none of the folks around here would ever do business with an outfit like that. Every year he, he has less and less wind and more and more candles. Yeah. Ranch dipping sauce? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, with having our email. It's fit for a queen. Uh, it is time for our final thoughts now. Here's our final thoughts. Did you hear about the meteor shower that went over the nudist colony? You could see with the naked eye. <laughs> you could see it with a naked eye. <laughs> if you were watching it, sure. Well, my child has a lot of willpower, but even more won't power. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. As a teenager, we used to live on a houseboat, and I dated the girl next door. It didn't work out, though. Eventually, we drifted apart. <laughs> Did you hear the the gastroenterologist? The bartender said, "Would you like to have a booth?" Oh wait. I think you prefer a stool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lab technician, I guess, huh? If athletes get athlete's foot, do astronauts get mistletoe? <laughs> yeah. That signal right there. Mm. Well, you know why the lion ate the tightrope walker? He wanted to have a well-balanced diet. <laughs> What if it's a shark's favorite sandwich? Peanut butter and jellyfish. <laughs> Here's something all women need to know. No white shoes or shaved legs after Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I think it's kind of weird that what we call childbirth delivery shouldn't have been called takeout instead. <laughs> I suppose only if you're having a C-session section. <laughs> then it definitely would be takeout. <laughs> Either way, it's being taken out. <laughs> Here's a joke from the UK. What has four wheels and flies? A bin lorry. Bin lorry. <laughs> yeah. For for the people who don't understand the British English, I mean, a trash bin and a truck. Trash truck. Nothing gets a house cleaner than a woman about to blow a gasket. <laughs> I called a local restaurant the other night and I asked do you do takeaways and they said yes so I asked them what's 2345 minus 45 (laughs) takeaway production (laughs) math joke math joke I I'm worried about my uncle He's totally obsessed with finding every Beatles album on vinyl. He really needs help. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I think my birthstone should be a coffee bean. (laughs) (laughs) If if only coffee beans were stones, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to return my lizard to the pet store. He would not stop telling dad jokes. The clerk told me, that's not a lizard. That's a stand-up chameleon. <laughs> Here's another UK one. How do you get bacon from curling up in the pan? Take away its little grooms. His little what? Brooms, brooms curling up in the pan. <laughs> like it may be Canadian joke too. A little yes, curling. I like telling dad jokes, especially when he laughs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know you're getting old when you enter your birth year online, and you need to spin that little thingy like you're in a wheel of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the playground to get to the other slide? Ah. I love the smell of freshly ground coffee in the morning and the sound of nobody talking to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a tiny mother? A mini mum. (laughs) That's a UK joke for Terry. Mini mum. Why did the tofu cross the road? To prove that it wasn't chicken. Chicken. (laughs) Do you know where the winemaker gets his gossip? Through the grapevine. (laughs) Whenever you're sad, find two equally sad friends. And form a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Two drums and a cymbal 
fall off a cliff. It was like I was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> well, a cliff is a musical term where they go. They, they, they fall off the treble cliff. Okay. Mm. I don't know about music, so. <laughs> well, I got one that says a screwdriver goes into a bar, and the, dry, the bartender says, Hey, we got a drink named after you. And the screwdriver says, You got a drink named Phillips? <laughs> Phillips. <laughs> That's it, yeah. What's the astronaut's favorite part of a computer? The space bar. Yeah. I went to the doctor and told the doctor I broke my arm in 12 places. The doctor told me to quit going to those places. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I got another bartender one. A $5 bill walks into a bar. The bartender says, hey, this is a singles bar. Singles bar. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the coach go to the bank to get his quarter back? (laughs) Never tell a pun to a kleptomaniac. It takes mm-hmm. it literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have any more. Where do they make average things? At the satisfactory. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have left. If Wonder Woman married Howard Hughes, divorced him, and married uh, Henry Kissinger, she would be known as Wonder Who's Kissing Her Now. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, so. Hey, Lum, if I'm going to take up dancing, I believe I better go home and get some rest first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. So long. I uh, just reading here, and some of these steps here look uncommonly hard to do. Now, here's one. Well, don't read it to us, Grandpap. Just go on home and get some rest. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea, Abner. I believe that's just what I'll do. Glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Well, I'll see you fellas later on. So long. So long, So long, On, we're a fella today. Dancing. There's one fella that would be a heap better off if he'd never learned how to read. You yeah, know he would. I wish he never had a learn. It's almost time to go home. Go ahead, strong man. Beat me up. Throw me in the gutter and walk away. It means it's time to wrap everything up. And say this, this is your host Keith signing off. Thank, thank you for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's how we gain our listenership, which has been a little bit flat lately, a little bit down. But uh, tell somebody, get more people to listen to us. That would be awesome. And whenever you're doing that, you can uh, check it out your favorite uh, podcast platform and leave us a rating and review. If you listen live on the webpage, well, not really live, but there's a player. You can click the play button to listen to us from the webpage. You can leave us a comment right there while you're listening. You can send us an email. Tell us your own funny family story. Tell us your own or or ask us your own questions about blindness or whatever you want to say. And we will be glad to read your email on the show. And with all of that, it is time to wrap all up and get out of here and say thanks for listening and see you next week. And if you're in town, if you're in town, come to our flea market. Yard sale Saturday. 
the benefit of the Massa County Blind Fundraiser. Make sure you tell them Saturday the 16th, 2023, in case you're listening to this in the future. It may it's not be there. 600 and something Daniel Boone Trail. I don't know, 612? I, I think so. Come on, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.